Welcome to another episode of Crouching Tiger Hidden Podcast. We are your hosts, Dave and Vader, as always. Um, hello. <laughs> hello. How's it going, Vader? It's pretty good. Excited to talk about some kung fu. Yeah, I know. It's, it's, it's been a little while. I guess this is, we're maybe a week or two off of our, our normal schedule. So uh, we'll, we'll get another episode out to you guys um, pretty quickly, I guess. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm doing pretty good. Uh, what, what, are, what are we uh, taking a look at today? Uh, we are looking at the fantastic rumble in the Bronx. Uh, Jackie Chan's coming stateside. Oh yeah, yeah it's exciting. <laughs> yeah, this uh, it's been a little while. This came out in 1995, um, and it is very 90s. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We'll, uh, we'll so I think we'll 90s. get into that as we go along. There's a lot of um, set pieces and little and little fun childhood. tidbits. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so this one was directed by uh, Stanley Tong. He, um, I don't think we we haven't discussed any of his other films, but he started with Swordsman Two in 1992. That was with Jet Li. Uh, then Super Cop in the same year um, with Jackie Chan. And this, yeah, this guy was on a roll. So 1993, yeah, the next year, yeah. he did. Once a Cop, which is also known as Super Cop 2. Um, that one was starring Michelle Yeoh, uh, but Jackie Chan had a su- supporting role in that one. Okay. And then, uh, let's see. Oh, Police Story number 4 in 1996. Also Jackie Chan. I didn't even know there was Police Story 1, 2, and 3. Uh, yes, and I think they're up to like 6 right now. Okay. It, they just kept going. Um, then he directed three episodes of, uh, the TV show, Martial Law. Uh, that one was starring Samuel was, Hung. Uh, okay. So that's... Was that, that was an American one though, wasn't it? Yeah, that was the American show. It's a, a spinoff of, um, Walker, Texas Ranger. It was, yes. Oh no, those are bad. Those are real bad. They're not great. <laughs> um, Martial Law was better than Walker, Texas Ranger. No, no, um... Nothing wrong with Chuck Norris. <laughs> it's, you know, it's a, it was a different time. Uh, so Martial Law, I believe, was um, 1998 and 99. Uh, it, it didn't, maybe two seasons, it didn't last very long. No, I don't, yeah, I remember the name, but I don't remember much about it. Yeah. Um, then he directed The Myth in 2005 uh also starring jackie chan uh did, did you watch that one i don't know if i have maybe i have i lose track of what i have seen all yeah, the jackie chan movies blur he, together. Well, he, he did a lot of i mean he's always in a lot of movies but there was a like a splash of movies in the um, mid-2000s that were kind of back-to-back and they i don't know they they weren't as good uh even like film quality wise, his, his older stuff. Oh, interesting, yeah. No, I don't think I've seen this one. And he doesn't. Jackie doesn't tend to do ancient China stuff. Mm. This is an ancient China one. Yeah, not too often. He did. Um, what's it called? Uh, it's like Big Man, Little Soldier, something like that. Uh. That one was t- 2009, maybe. 
he doesn't do very many period pieces. No. Um, but what he did start doing was kind of after 2005 to maybe well, present day, he's been doing more like um, drama pieces. I mean, they'll have like maybe a little bit of comedy in them, but it's they're pretty serious movies, so he's just doing more like acting, acting, which is mm-hmm. you know, a, I'm sure it's a gives him a chance to breathe and maybe you know heal up or. Yeah. You know, rest his bones. He's, he's not getting any younger. Um, Speaking of that, did you see he's teaching like the the Ninjago Lego movie, like artists and like animators? How really like, about kung fu? Well, I think yeah. he did the voice of the master, like with the mustache. Oh, I'm not surprised. In Ninjago, but he's actually he's he's teaching like the the animators kung fu, so they can kind of use those skills in their animations. Oh, that's Which is cool. awesome. I well, think it's awesome. Yeah, he did he's a lot so of stunt work for that stuff. Um, yeah. Oh, you yeah. know, he did um, he did the motion capture stunt work in Dead or Alive 2 on the Dreamcast. Oh. So nice. that was, when was that? 1999? Uh, it was a while back. Uh, well, the Ninjago movie's coming out now. It's like, yeah, it's yeah, those are the, those are the it's new really stuff. recent. Um, yeah, that's that's really cool. Um, yeah. And he's done some other voice work. He's done, um, you know, uh, there's the monkey the, and, and yeah, the Kung monkey and the the Kung Fu Panda one. And oh, he's a legend, man. He's the band. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Oh, so the last, the or I guess the most recent film um, by Stanley Tong is well, he reunites again with. Uh, our favorite hero, um, Jackie Chan, in 2017. So this year, um, Kung Fu Yoga. Whoa. So this is a this is the Bollywood um, China co-production. Oh, is this one that you told me about a few weeks back? Yeah, I mean, I just saw the trailers. This looks like this looks great. <laughs> I love to, to check this one hilarious. out. It looks hilarious. Yeah. I think he's in the uh, car and there's a there's a tiger or a lion or something in the in the passenger seat. I don't know. There's just like a bunch of randomness. We'll have to maybe we'll make this uh, you know a, a next episode or two and we get a hold of it. Yeah, it's out. Oh yeah, release. Yeah, it's out. Um, it's on video on demand or on on the PSN or or what have you. So it's maybe oh, Google, yeah. Google Play. It's easy easy to get a hold of. It's just cool that it's in a different setting. It's in a an Indian setting. Hopefully, it's not too racist, though. <laughs> uh, no, it shouldn't be. It's it, it's they're working with Bollywood like directly, oh, okay, so good. there's like okay. dance numbers and you know they probably sing. <laughs> um, I, I don't know. I like that stuff's fun. So there's a camel race. I'm in. I'm in. Is there? <laughs> yeah, I'll to, yeah. We'll, we'll uh, maybe this will be next episode. We'll see how awesome. it goes. Cool. Okay, so that, yeah, he's done. A, he's done a, quite a, a reasonable amount. He seems to have got done pretty well to get Rumble of the Bronx so early in his career. This director, uh, yeah. Well, I mean, if you look at what he was doing, he was just like super hot <laughs> for like the early '90s. He was doing movies, yeah. like a couple movies a year, and and this isn't all his filmography. No. it's just his his kung fu ones. He's gone into it. Yeah, cool. Well, I don't think we need to talk about Jackie Chan as our no. Well, uh, we've, we've we've talked him his filmography before. Um, uh, he plays Kung um, in this uh, this film. Uh, what was his yep. film? Our hero. Our hero. Yes. 
So Kung so Mahon. Um, and then we okay. have Anita Mui plays Elaine um, in the film. Uh, is that the? He's kind of got two semi love interests. So this isn't the love interest. This is the um, shop owner. owner of the shop with the glasses. Yep. But they kind of play it off that she is an option. <laughs> they do. Um, and it probably, well, she's more appropriate, I guess, because the other girl is like 20 years old and it was weird. Um, but okay, how, yeah, well, Jackie would only be, you know, I guess he was being probably being close to 40 by then. <laughs> yeah, no, he was, he wasn't a young guy in this movie. <laughs> anyway, um, it's not as bad as that, like, spy one. No, like, yeah, that was, like, ten yeah. years after this. Yeah, no, he was, spy. Like, no, uh, it was Tuxedo. Tuxedo. Yeah, he was a spy, wasn't he? Yeah, yeah he was a spy now. The, the suit made him the, the mm-hmm, yeah. agent. Yeah, that, that gave him his kung fu powers. It was a yeah. terrible movie. <laughs> anyway, um, <laughs> so, Anita Mui. Um, she's been, well... She was, unfortunately, she, she passed away, unfortunately, in, in 2002, yeah. I believe. Um, she started off in, like, the early 80s, um, but her first kung fu movie was um, 18 Golden Destroyers. It's a, a Shaolin, um, kind of like 18, or the Shaolin Wooden Men um, kind of, kind of cool. story. So that was in 85. Um, and look, oh, um, 1989. Miracles. Miracles <laughs> with Jackie Chan. Um, I, like, I like the sound of the next one. Justice, justice, my foot, my foot. <laughs> yeah, that's in '92, so and that's with Stephen Chow, uh, who yep. will will have to you know take a look at um, Shaolin Soccer and some of his stuff. Yeah, I was going to suggest Shaolin Soccer for this week's one, but we went Rumble in the Bronx. Yeah, well, we got plenty of weeks ahead, so yeah, <laughs> we'll yes, fit we it in somewhere. Um, movies, yeah. There's more movies than time. Um, Moon Warriors was her next film, uh, while also in '92. Uh, I didn't, I didn't see that one. That's a uh, like with the wires and whatnot, more of a yep. fantasy style. Um, and then she's in also with Stephen Chow again. Um, Fight Back to School Three, which I think we brought up one or two um, before talking about Stephen Chow in '93, mm-hmm. um, and then. Uh, the next two are pretty important. I think we, we do need to take a look at these. Um, the first is Heroic Trio um, in 1993, and then the sequel uh, to Heroic Trio, Executioners, um, also in 93. So that's with um, Michelle Yeoh, uh, Anita Mui, and someone else that I don't recall. Um, but it's it's one of the few where the entire the, the, the leading cast is um, female martial artists. Oh, awesome. So those are pretty important. Um, and they're just cool. fun action movies. It's kind of like they're, um, they're kind of like Robin Hood, you know, they, they go stop crimes, superheroes. Oh, awesome. Um, yeah. Oh, look, 1994, Legend of Drunken Master um, with Jackie Chan. And we'll see this again, a few of the other cast members. Um, then she's in My Father's a Hero uh, in 1995 with Jet Li. Uh, she has a, a few other films in the next like five or six years um, before she passes away. Uh, but they're all like the dramas. She she does more um, dramatic roles and some comedy rather than action action films. Yep. 
Nick so Smith, Frank, Frank, Francois, but it's oh, but it's Francois. a girl, okay. so it, maybe it's not pronounced that way. Maybe it's just like Francis. Anyway, <laughs> something France, Francois, Francis. Yep. We're sorry, we're butchering your name. Um, she plays Nancy, um, the actual sort of love interest um, in uh, Rebel in the Bronx. Because she she doesn't look full Chinese. Mm, yeah, I'm pretty sure she is. Okay, but she's you know she's much younger. Uh, then her character is supposed to be 21. I don't know if she was. She may have been a little older at the time. Uh, her filmography was like surprisingly hefty. She has a lot of um, movies and TV shows, more recent ones. So she's in Black Mask. She's Canadian. Uh, yeah. Well, I, they probably hired her because th- this movie was filmed in Vancouver. So they may have grabbed some local... Um, Actors. Oh yeah, 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 definitely did. I mean, it makes sense. Um, yeah. I mean, I know they did. The, the rest of the all the stuntmen are Canadian. Um, so she's in Black Mask in '96 with Jet Li. Uh, Romeo Must Die, also with Jet Li in 2000. She's in Blade Trinity, uh, 2004, and yeah. then she's in a couple of other TV series. I just didn't really put them in there. Um, She's in King of Fighters, 2010. That's a horrible movie. We're, we're not going to be covering that. <laughs> Sorry, any um, King of Fighters fans. It was not good. Uh, she's in Arrow, uh, the TV series, um, 2015. So I don't... I think it was maybe one or two episodes. It wasn't a, like a large part. Yeah, but I think that's... Uh, go ahead. Yeah, I was just saying she's done quite a bit. Um, yeah, she's she has a pretty pretty sizable filmography. It's it's more than what I put in there. She's a lot of a lot of TV stuff. Um, yeah, and she was twenty three at the time. Okay, yeah, I knew she was twenty three. Yeah, well, I mean, she looked it. <laughs> she looked yeah. younger than Jackie Chan, who definitely wasn't twenty three. Uh, uh, he'd have looked about thirty though. That dude just doesn't age. No, he He's still not, looks really good for how old he is. Yeah. I want to check his age. <laughs> I think we looked at it before. We keep forgetting. Um, man, he's got to be like 62 or something. Maybe maybe a little younger. Six, he's 63 now. 63, okay. I thought that was good. I pulled that out of there. <laughs> yeah. Uh, 7th of April is his birthday. Oh, okay. He has aged, um, but he still seems to do quite well. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so that would have made him yeah, 40 when he did that then. Yeah, <laughs> so he's still like 20 years older than she was, and it looked like it. Although he looked really good in this movie. He was like yeah. pretty buff. As oh, yeah, we'll, as we'll find out <laughs> when we yeah. talk about it. Um, so the next actor, um, Bill Tung, this, uh, he plays Uncle Bill. Um Jackie Chan's uncle in the movie. Um, yeah. He is in Police Story in 1985. He's in Project A2, uh, 87. Police Story 2 in 88. Oh, look, Miracles, 89. Um, 
Super Cop, <laughs> and Legend of Drunken Master, and Police Story 4. So he's Even another go-to <laughs> for Stanley Tong. Yeah. He also looked familiar. He looked quite familiar. Yeah, he's in a bunch uh, of movies. And his filmography was huge. He had, like, stuff from the 70s and, and beyond, you know, a lot, of, a lot of movies. They were all in Chinese, so I just grabbed the ones I, I could read. He's a, he seems like he's a classic uncle-type character. Yeah, he's a character <laughs> actor. I think he... Well, I know in the police story ones, he plays like the commissioner uh, or, or yeah. an older detective. So, the um, older grizzled character. Yeah, and then uh, the rest of the the cast I pulled, they're they're pretty um, slim on their filmography. So we have Mark Ackerstrom. He's Canadian. Um, he portrays Tony in the movie, and this is like the the leader of the gang that's not the bad guys like they're bad but they're they're not like drug dealers yeah Yeah, they're not the in bad guys yeah yeah so this is the dude in like the the funky jacket and um, he's always let's go guys you know you guys ready whatever (laughs) he's doing random (laughs) one-liners by himself um so he yeah is primarily a stunt coordinator this was like one of his only like acting roles um, okay. But he his stunt filmography was huge. I just pulled a couple things, and I, I, again, he I, th- he I think he passed away in 1998, so not long after this was filmed. Um, I, I don't know what of, but uh, again, un- unfortunately, he was looking. He had a pretty good career ahead of him. Um, he's in Crying Freeman in 1995. Um, the aptly named White Tiger um, in 1996, which is the, like the bad guy of Rumble in the Bronx. Um, and then he's in, he was a stunt choreographer for Warriors of Virtue, uh, which is the weird, I think they were like kangaroos that did Kung Fu. <laughs> it was in 1997. I, I, I remember seeing the theater, but I don't think it was good enough to like remember <laughs> what was going on in the movie. It doesn't sound like it. Yeah, it was pretty ridiculous. It was like Power Rangers, but kangaroo Rangers. people. I don't know. I don't remember. Uh, I'm sure maybe someone can re- refresh our memories on what was got to be a Warriors or Virtue fan out there somewhere. Um, and then we have Morgan Lamb. So this is Danny, the... Uh, um, has he done anything else? No, um, else. he literally has only done. Now, see, he he's the the kid that's in the wheelchair, and I wonder yep. if he actually. I want to. I haven't seen Crying Freeman in a long time, um, but he, he's also in Crying Freeman, and I wonder if he is actually okay. in a wheelchair. I, I don't know. I mean, but he's probably another um, uh, Canadian actor that just did two roles and then nothing else. I don't know. As a kid, yeah. Not though. Well, he did the right job for a little kid. Yeah, he was fine. He wasn't annoying, really. Um, except, for, well, <laughs> what can you do in a minute? So, um, our, I guess our largest um, filmography is from Chan Manchin. Um, he is one of Tony's gang members. It's the guy that actually speaks Cantonese. So he keeps oh, getting he beaten up and he tells him to like you know, apologize in Cantonese when he's, you know, when he, when Jackie beats him up. Um, he, I think he's a part of, uh, Jackie Chan's like stunt team. Stunt school. 
Yeah, yeah he's like. got to be with it because he's done like so he's in Dragons Forever in '88, uh, yep. Super Cop Two in '93, Legend of Drunken Master, uh, Thunderbolt in '95, Police Story Four, Rush Hour, Gorgeous, uh, <laughs> which which was good, um, Accidental Spy in 2001, Muscle Heat, which wasn't Jackie Chan but another Kung Fu movie in 2002. He's in Robin B. Hood in 2006, another Jackie Chan. And then Fatal Contact 2006, that was with Wu Jing. Um, that's just another good Kung Fu movie. And I think he has a couple other roles, but I, I just grabbed like a sample of like all the stuff that he does. So this guy, yeah. um, no one's going to recognize his face, probably, unfortunately, but he's done a lot of work. So he's good at yeah. something. Um and then, yeah, getting getting beat up. Um, and then we have um, Emil Chow. So I'm watching the movie, and I was like, "This guy looks really familiar." And this is the ice cream vendor that has like two, yes. not even two minutes of screen time. Super. I saw you put this in here. I was like, "Hold on." <laughs> yeah, why is the ice cream vendor there? So he's in Once a Cop, so Super Cop Two. Um, he's in Mr. Nice Guy. Uh, and also played an ice cream vendor in <laughs> Mr. Nice Guy, uh, I guess. But he is Mr. Lowe in Gorgeous, so he's the bad guy. Oh, and, then, and then that's it. Then he does nothing after that. There's like no more filmography. He quit, I guess. Mr. Was... Lowe was the, the antagonist, wasn't it? Yes. Gorgeous. So there was, it was confusing because there was Mr. Lowe, the antagonist, and then Mr. Lowe, the antagonist's bodyguard. But he's he's the bad guy. Yeah, which is kind of funny because the whole point of that movie was the subplot was Jackie Chan that kind of throws him a, a lifesaver at the end of it. You know, yeah. we work together, and 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 it seems kind of like this part is the same thing. We'll fly you to Vancouver and give you some money to be an ice cream vendor. Yeah, I guess it's <laughs> really weird. I so guess he just wants to be. Maybe there. he was an ice cream vendor. I have no idea. It'd be funny and, to yeah, find out. It seems like Jackie's just doing him a favor. Because yeah, why would you fly man. someone from Hong Kong just to be an ice cream vendor? Twice. It's <laughs> not even once. It's like two times. Yeah, well, true. Uh, oh, man. Maybe, yeah. maybe, maybe uh, Gorgeous was more of a true story than we thought it was. Yeah, maybe he really, you know, he was like running some shady ice cream business and Jackie Chan had to set him straight. I don't know. <laughs> So funny. Uh, yeah. Oh, good on him. Good on him getting in there, serving that ice cream. That's right. Okay. I so didn't even notice that. It's, uh, it's on to the, I think, my favorite part of the, <laughs> the episodes, <laughs> the good and bad reviews. All right. So this, this film didn't rate super highly. Uh, not as high as I would have rated it, to be honest. What, what is your stab in the dark? Take oh on the man! Uh, okay, when are like give me a a date for when these reviews? Because you know sometimes they're like years and years ago. Are these old reviews? Um. Well, I'm just looking at the kind of the Metacritic kind okay. of re- overall oh, review. Man. What do you think is that? Uh, Seventy two. Not too bad. Um, IMDb's uh well six point seven, which is sixty seven, I guess if you time put it into the hundreds. Um. So yeah, you're not far off. Okay, that's my guess. I would have rated it higher personally, but that's what I 
I thought it might have been probably like a, I would say I'd say like an eighty. I enjoyed this, uh, but it's, oh, it's, it's, a, it's a product of its time. You could definitely, oh, if you sure. don't like cheesy '90s stuff, you're gonna have a bad time with this movie because it's it's oh, pretty yeah. cheesy. Um, and yeah, so IMDb, IMDb has at six point seven out of ten. Rotten Tomatoes at seventy nine. And okay. Google yeah. users Google users have it at ninety six percent. Okay. Well I'm in line so, with the Rotten Tomatoes, I guess. Yeah. Um and the Google users either is obviously more of a more recent service, maybe. So those who like it are the ones reviewing and <laughs> and, and it's also a thumbs up, thumbs down system. Yeah, and so. it's gonna depend on like, is it ten people? Because if like eight out of ten people thought it was fun, but you know, just gave it a thumbs up then Exactly. So the Google one's probably less relevant yeah, because it's probably more recent. And it's only oh, yeah, diehard I mean, fans who are the, caring about it now. The Metacritic and the Rotten Tomatoes. I mean, this is this has been out for a long time, so they've yeah. had they've had a lot of uh, time to get that aggregate score together. Yep, for sure. Um, so now let's go to the good and the bad, um, and I'm the ugly. Uh, so we've got Roll with the Bronx. <laughs> uh, we have. This is. Do you want good or bad? I've. Uh, uh, do, do the bad. Do the bad. Do, do the bad. Okay. So hate it. I love that they have this as an option. So again, <laughs> we've got a, a movie as um, hitting up at one star. So this is a bad one. Incorrect view on street gangs is the title of this <laughs> review. Um, that's such a good title. It's got absolutely nothing to do with the scenario of the movie. Um, well, anyway. Star, star, star. This review may contain spoilers. Star, star, star. Rumble in the Bronx features none other than Jackie Chan, and it is horrible. <laughs> the street gang always giving the shop a hard time is based on regular everyday hoodlums who are middle-aged and experienced in martial arts. Question mark. <laughs> Basically, these guys love to give whoever messes around with them a hard time and none other than Jackie Chan sticks up for the little guy. Then one of the street gangs finds something that means something to some guy who was introduced in the last half who was eventually Mafia. (laughs) The long red sentence. The story was horrible as it didn't really lead anything to the mind. The chase scene at the end is completely unbelievable, but awesome. That was my interjection, sorry. Okay. The, fight scenes, the fight scenes can't ever make up for the atrocious acting and writing of this picture. All filler, no killer. <laughs> nice tagline at the end, though. Yeah. Um, and this is from... I can read out the email if you want, but that's probably a bit mean. <laughs> uh, uh, was it recent? Uh, 2005. So no, go ahead. Let's, 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 let's put them on blast. It's like 10 <laughs> years ago. Yeah, slanderousgod at hotmail.com. <laughs> yeah, that probably doesn't even exist anymore. It's hotmail, dude. I'm tempted to email them and just say, hey, I don't appreciate your review. You're wrong. <laughs> yeah, how about you watch it again and <laughs> give us your, your revised opinion, please? I'm, I actually might. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it probably just go like re- doesn't just returns back to you because there's no hotmail anymore. Yeah, uh, yeah, that's from the United States. Uh, I disagree with your review. Um, that chase that that chase at the end was fantastic. 
uh, we'll get to that. Uh, what are your What are your take on that review? Uh, well, I mean, they're, they're, they're not wrong. Like they they raise points that I would probably have as issues just with the film in general. But I had a lot of fun watching it, so I don't really care. Think, <laughs> yeah, I don't really care that you said it was bad because this was still hilarious. Um, it's probably hilarious because it's kind of bad. Uh, well, I don't know. It makes it, it makes it charming, I guess. We touched on a little bit before the, the gangs and the bad guy is not the actual bad guy. But they do pretty bad stuff for just like this casual gang. No, they did. Right. They should have been like arrested. Like half the stuff they do is not things you can like do in real life <laughs> and get away with it. No, like like, I, like I, not I, consistently and not with the gang of like 40 people. Where are you yeah. hiding these guys at? Anyway. <laughs> so it, it is unbelievable. It, and there is obviously the Bronx is known to be in a rough area. It, well, I mean, this, 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 this Bronx is like the Bronx from the Warriors, you know, where gangs like dress up and have dress codes for like costume parties or something. It's, it's weird. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the 80s is known for, like, a real bad gang period, though, isn't it? And I wonder if... Oh, yeah, no, it was bad. Um, but they, they definitely didn't look like that. This is, like, gangs from the set of, uh, like, a Michael Jackson Late music runner. video. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's they hired the dudes from, like, Beat It <laughs> to come run around <laughs> in Vancouver. With some sweet mohawks and yeah. ripped off jean jackets, so sleeveless jean jackets. And yeah, stuff. They, they might as well have been going like Warriors or Jackie Chan, come out to play. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they are, it's 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 hyperbolic, but it's that's the point. I, I'm gonna it's make so- that the episode title. <laughs> hyperbolic. No, Jackie Chan, come out to play. Oh, no, yeah, yeah, that's a good one too. That's actually really good. <laughs> uh, yeah, I better, so I better write bad. that down. Yeah, you better, because we always forget. We always laugh about a title and then forget. Yeah, well, I'll put it in the uh, notes. Okay, switching over to Loved It review, and a good to see uh, 10 out of 10. And this is actually a good review to kind of read um, because the title is My Introduction to Jackie Chan. Oh. And I think this is a great introduction to Jackie Chan because <laughs> uh, it has everything. Uh, before I'd seen Rumble in the Bronx, I'd heard of Jackie Chan but had never seen any of his movies. Well, when I saw this, I particularly died laugh- I practically died laughing. Basically, an hour and a half of him bonking people in every direction. I don't know if he was bonking people. <laughs> bonking <laughs> I mean, people he may have bonked a couple people, but I think he Which was the Jack- one getting bonked. Maybe they watched a different rumble in the Bronx. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Well, there is a rumble in Hong Kong. Well, yeah, it just sounds a bit more rude when you say bonking. Um, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> basically, an hour and a half of him hitting people in every direction. The movie is is physical humor at its best. The plot has Hong Kong cop How do you say his name? Kyung? But yeah. Was Chan, he a cop? Chan. I thought he was just a guy. I don't even know what his job was. He just moved to New York. 
Yeah, he just came to visit his uncle. Actually, it does actually sound familiar that he was maybe a, a police officer. Anyway, don't quote me on that. Yeah. Uh, coming to New York for his uncle's wedding and having to battle street gangs and a crime syndicate. By battle, I of course mean pulling every crazy stunt imaginable. I really liked the early scene in the store and then the whole hovercraft sequence. I got to ask, how did we get by before these kinds of movies? <laughs> I love when they pose rhetorical questions. Yeah, because <laughs> I want to know too, how, how did we get by <laughs> before this came along? Uh, yeah. Oh, small yeah. interjection. The the wiki, the wiki says he was a Hong Kong cop, so I guess yeah. he was. Yeah, good, good pick there, um, Lee. Isenberg is the uh, author of this review's name. Uh, he continues, uh, there was once a time when movies all followed the Disney formula and Jackie Chan style plots were unfathomable. Thank goodness what? for Bruce Lee. I don't know. This is... <laughs> the, the Disney formula. Um, oh, well, well, it's okay. I don't, I don't want to nitpick the. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Thank, thank goodness for Bruce Lee. And, as it is, Jackie Chan often seems to be spoofing Bruce Lee. Hilarious. So, there you go. Yeah, he's not wrong. <laughs> so. Yeah, it kind of got a bit funny near the end of that review. But uh, yeah, well. It, it, again, we've talked about this before in other episodes. Uh, you take the movie for what it's trying to be, and it's it's always going to do better in a review. But if you're trying to compare it, at, put it up next to Lord of the Rings or... I don't know what's another famous movie. <laughs> <laughs> Titanic. I don't know. But like you put it, compare it to with something else. It's it, it's not going to be as good. Like it's not going to be an Oscar award winning film. But it's fun because it's doing what it, it set out to do and just be fun. Yeah, it's an action comedy. This is this yeah. isn't like a high piece of cinema. You know, I mean, yeah. there are movies like that. Well, you know, we watched Hero and House of Flying Daggers. Um, yeah, you you can do quality filmmaking with with these subjects, but that's not why we're watching this movie. No, oh, heck no, <laughs> no. Um, so yeah, so yeah, and this person's taken it for what it, what it is and appreciate for what it is. Well, and it was their introduction to Jackie Chan. Um, we we talked about this when we watched uh, Gorgeous, actually. On if that was the first Jackie Chan movie you saw, it it would not be a good introduction because that's like a romantic comedy, and there's nothing wrong with that. But it's not what he does. In in fact, that was his departure of trying to get himself out of this, you know, perfect typecast um, kind of buffoonery. Um, that he does, and you know, he's not a, a silly character. He just gets put in silly situations. What's interesting, I never actually thought about this. Rumble in the Bronx is pretty much Rush Hour prequel, or it could be. <laughs> yeah, it could be. Um, I mean, because he's a Hong it's, Kong it's cop same. that's in New York. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. So it's like, well, it's, and there's even a dude that's like Chris Tucker in the movie for like two seconds. Oh yeah, he was. He's the one that saw his friend get put through a mulcher. <laughs> That was nasty. No, not that guy. Not that guy. Oh. That was messed up. Um, no, no, no. The there's the black dude that is in the supermarket 
when the other gang guys got beat up and I was confused because I thought he was a gang member too, but he was just like laughing and saying, that was cool. How'd you do all that Kung Fu stuff? Oh, that guy, you know? that guy. Yeah. yeah and he was, was like, thinking, you know? Oh yeah. 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 That was. Yeah. It was just like some cameo of a dude that just looked like he was having fun being there. <laughs> it's like, yes, this is sweet. I think it's just a fan, like a fan that got onto the set. He's like, I got this costume. Man, I'm going to, yeah, I'm on the, I'm here. Yo. <laughs> Yeah, I know. I know who you mean now. Um, that was funny. Uh, but yeah, that's. I guess that's the reviews. It's. I, I'm back to last episode. I changed my opinion that the most recent kung fu movie is my favorite kung fu movie because the League of Gods was all right. <laughs> it, was it, was a, it, it was a mess um, because it it's, it's not. It a, it's unfinished film. It's an, or an unfinished yeah. story. It's half of a tale. Yeah, exactly. So. Um, I enjoyed it for what it was, but yeah, this this is back to me going. The most recent's my my favorite. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, this was a blast to watch, and you know, you you get a, a contained story with it. There's a couple of questionable bits in it toward the end, but um, you know, it, it it wraps itself up. So either way, you know, you you get the whole t- the whole story. Yeah. So should we kind of explain the plot? Do we delve into the plot? You said you had that up. Really yeah, to yeah, I, pull, I I pulled that up. Um, I'll just do a brief uh, overview. So, as we discussed, um, Mahon Kyung, uh, he's a Hong Kong cop. Uh, he's, it's, he's attending. He comes to New York um, for his uncle's wedding, and he's it's just there to. Um, he ends up basically having to house sit because his uncle just leaves on honeymoon and does doesn't really tell him. And he's like, "Hey, watch over the house. I'm, I'm, I'll be back. You know, when we're done with the honeymoon." So that's what he, that's what keeps him in, you know, New York for more than like a day or two that the wedding would have normally taken. Yeah. Um, and also, at the same time, the uncle has sold his supermarket, like a yes. Asian supermarket, um, like the day before his wedding. <laughs> and so Jackie's staying on to help. Yeah, he's helping um, clean up the store and make it like presentable to for the for the buyers. But then I think also to, to yeah to to help her out. And um, this is um, Anita Mui, uh, Mui Elaine. Um, she's yep. she's become the new owner, and the neighborhood's a little bit rough. So he's just kind of hanging out to um, make sure she's doing all right. So you think that yeah, this is this is the love interest that again this movie didn't really need to have, but it's just part and parcel of the genre. Um, so there's her, which is the age appropriate relationship, and then um, that we run into um, uh, Nancy. Nancy is the older sister of. Um, well, they're, they're, it's it's a sister and brother that are neighbors uh, to to Jackie's uncle. They're like yep. in the same little apartment complex, and so, uh, the parents out. They'll picture out. Yeah, their, their parents aren't there, and I think the sister's supposed to be taking care of her um, her brother who's in a, in a wheelchair, and she's gone all the time. Um, her brother thinks she's away at school, but really she's running around with the gang. Um, what? Yeah, she she's not she's stupid, but they, they, they try they show that there is some redemption. Is that she's basically been kind of forced into the wrong crowd. She's working as a dancer to 
support her brother. Yeah, she's like she's she's doing some of the well, she's doing the wrong things for the right reasons, or you know, however you want to spin that. Yeah, she's yeah. trying to make ends meet, but at the same time, like sacrificing her youth because she's just getting into shenanigans that she doesn't need to mess with. Being basically the 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 one in charge of this household with just you know her and her brother. Um, but uh, Uncle Bill, uh, which is Jackie Chan's uncle, um, we're, gonna, we're just gonna call any character that Jackie Chan plays. It's just gonna be Jackie Chan. Oh, um, it's just Jackie Chan. It's just Jackie Chan. Uh, sure, house movies. Uh, he is just Jackie. Yeah, a lot of times he is, which is always a surprise that he was Mahon Kyung in this one. Um, anyway, uh, Uncle Bill, like the, he's familiar with the kid because the kid's just kind of home alone a lot. Or, or uh, I think he helps him get to the bus to to go to school. And um, yeah. this was like the this is um, they take him to the bus. So J- Jackie's like, I'll just you know help him get on the bus and. So Jackie gives him the, the 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 boy. He gives him a Game Gear. He's like, "Oh, it's my old video game system. You can play it." So he gives it to him on the bus, and there's, there's no game cartridge in the Game Gear. Probably probably <laughs> due to like you know uh, uh, copyright or you know not wanting to have to pay rights to show a game. I know they could have just put a fake game cartridge in there, but. So the kid turns it on and he's playing it. You know, you hear beeps and boops, but there's no cartridge in the back of it. And they keep showing, like, the camera's only, like, focused on the back of this this stupid Game Gear. It was, it was the funniest thing ever. I honestly didn't notice. I, I was watching it on my phone. Uh, oh, yeah. I was watching so it on, on, on the, I the, the DVD on my TV, so it was much larger. But, um, oh, yeah. no, I, <laughs> I was cracking up so hard. And I was like, dude, you get, I mean... As a sign of the times, this was like the console back then, at least a handheld, um, other than a Game Boy. It would have been better to give him a Game Boy because those game years, it takes six batteries a piece, like like three on each side, and it eats it up in like 45 minutes. So this kid would be like shelling out so much money for stupid AA batteries. <laughs> anyway, it's, it doesn't matter, but that was just... It was nice of them. Yeah, oh, well, so nice, I, Jackie. Give him your Game Gear with no game in it. <laughs> Books in memory? <laughs> no. There's nothing in it. Anyway, anyway. Um, so there's... You're introduced to the, the boy, and we don't know yet who his sister is. Um, but when... Um, when Uncle Bill is like showcasing his his store to the prospective buyers, um, he has a, a friend come over and like loan him this like super fancy what is that thing like a Rolls Royce or something? It was some like incredibly expensive looking car. Yeah, it was it was like a, a limousine type car yeah. even higher, and so his friend's a driver for it. And before this, I want to take a step back. And go ahead, go meet, ahead. Um, meet. Uh, Jackie's uncle's uh, fiance. Oh, his, his, yeah, his, um, his so aunt, his good. Aunt. Yeah, he goes to goes to the the, the market, the store, um, and his uncle. It's the first time he's been there. Jackie gets taken in by his uncle, and there's this uh, middle aged Ch- um, uh, Chinese lady, 
and Jackie just assumes that's going to be his new auntie. And he's like, oh, nice to meet you. And it's like, it was like, not her, her. And it's just the funniest, most friendly, like stereotypical um, African-American lady. <laughs> it's like, it just comes up and gives Jackie a big kiss. It's so good. <laughs> um, yeah, just the clash of cultures. And, so, and yeah, it was, it was a fun little twist. I yeah, that. Well, yeah, she was really nice. Um, but his, the, Jackie's face is just like, what? <laughs> like the whole time, he just doesn't know what to do. Like he can't process it. It was, it was pretty funny. Because she gives him, well, she kisses him on the lips, doesn't she? She gives him like the good old friendly, just a smack mm. on the lips. Did she? I thought she kissed him on the cheek. I know she grabbed Maybe. Uncle Bill and kissed him, like a big old kiss. For, yeah, she did. Yeah, uncle. yeah. Yeah, maybe um, she kissed Jackie too on the lips. I don't remember. I know she was yeah, like was, she, she's she's the a big lady, so she like wraps her arm and she's big and <laughs> yeah, it wraps was, her it arms so around Jackie. It was good. It was, it was cute. good. Um, yeah, and breaking out of that stereotypical norms, which is fun. Yeah. Um, yeah. So yeah, they get the car as you were mentioning uh, as a loan, and they promise not to to scratch it, not to touch it. Just be super careful with this fancy pants car. Yeah, but they don't have a like place to put it. It's just like sitting. They're in the Bronx, and the car, which would have been stolen, is sitting um, like on the edge of this like apartment street underneath like the L train tracks. It's like yeah, no, dude, classic. You would, you would not put that there. It's not going to be there. It's no way. Uh, I don't care if it was like a good neighborhood because I don't think that was a good neighborhood. Um, but, but anyway. the fact that the fact the way I I understand New York people park, they often bump each other. <laughs> so I don't yeah, the chance of someone scraping it as they drive down the narrow street or reversing into it as the parallel parking. Yeah, it's, it's just, all parallel parking. It's like a one lane I mean it's a two lane street, but it's super narrow. It's under like an overpass, yeah. like for for the, the train. So yeah. I don't know. It's just, it did not seem like a good place to put that super swank fancy car that looks like nothing else on that street because the rest of them were just like crappy civics and dodges and yeah stuff. Your, your classic dodgy cars yeah yeah um and this is this is the yeah not obviously not before the wedding so the wedding hasn't happened and jackie gets woken up to our gangs our little our bike gang well they have like dirt buggies and yeah, they have dirt bikes. They're dirt like bikes. doing dirt bikes. Someone has a buggy. There is a buggy as well, though. Isn't is there a buggy? There's a buggy? Probably. There's yeah, a it's buggy. ridiculous. You wouldn't have this and in they, New York. Do they have lights all over them? Or they, they, they've got like, I'm sure there's neon somewhere yeah. on there. It's like, <laughs> I don't remember. I think they had yeah, the, the little flood lamps on them. It was at night. Yeah, so yeah, that's right. so all yeah. So true, it's true. like, yeah, it's two rival motorcycle gangs. Or I guess they're just gangs. So with some motorcycles. Um, Having like a drag race, sort of, um, down the street. Well, it's, sort of. Over the it's not street. even a drag race. They're basically so they get two two of the girls from you know one from each gang. Um, they bet like some crazy amount of money, and whoever wins the the race gets the, that gang will get the money. And um, their object, their objective is to race these dirt bikes down a line of cars like over the roofs of these cars that are in a row like all the cars that are parked there uh, which seems like a horrible idea i mean any way you look at it and whoever gets to the end of the line of cars first like wins but it's like what if 
what if it was missing a car? Like, what if there wasn't a complete line? Like, how do they pick that? Whatever. <laughs> they pick that area. Like, look, this one has 20 cars on each side. Um, but yeah, so they're, they're, you know, they're honking their horns and everything. And it, and it wakes um, Jackie up. And he's in his snazzy, like, weird one-piece pajamas. <laughs> So weird. Yeah, we're gonna to get to that after we talk, finish the scene. We're gonna to get to these, but these his undergarments. <laughs> you know, <laughs> um, but yeah, it, it, this is where we get Jackie's first. This is his first kind of real stunt work in the film, I believe, where he kind of goes down the classic New York fire escape. Yeah, and it was pretty cool. He kind of does some pretty um, some slick maneuvering and slides down. Uh, yeah, the the fire exit ladders and whatnot. And basically jumps in front of one of the the bikes, uh, so it doesn't go over the the car. And this is the first kind of the starts the rivalry, isn't it? Between yeah, it starts the, the conflict. Yeah. Um. So I guess I want to talk about it. it is in the outtakes, but this is actually the the start of. Actually, we talked about it in the cast members. Two of the cast members have died, not making this film, but they've died since then. This film must have real bad luck because there were at least three ambulances called during the filming of this movie. Uh, well, they were doing a lot of like long falls and yeah, well, um, tricky, th- tricky stunts on the bikes. And yeah, this was the first cars one. And- the, the one of the ladies at the end of the the, the line of cars came off to and the, the front wheel tucked under and she went face first yeah. into the ground. Yeah, she they they had to call an ambulance for her. She she was on a stretcher and like all, all and a, yeah, up. back brace. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't look good. No. Um, so it, there was a lot. I'm surprised. I don't think a movie like this would get filmed now. I think there'd be too much health and safety issues. <laughs> um, yeah, and then even there's even some scenes you know we'll get to that I thought were like incredibly violent for a Jackie Chan movie. Yeah, um, I guess yeah. So I think it's the next morning. Um, he so he saved he saved the day with his. Uh, I think the cops turn up and kind of stop them beating up Jackie. I think that's kind of what happens here. Uh, well, they're 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 going to get mad at him, and then the cops show up and they just leave. Yeah, so it saves him at this point. Um, I think that's there's no real training montage, and as as you know, that's my favorite thing about kung fu movies. <laughs> there is a slight, um, a quick scene where he Jackie's uh, takes the towels off. Is the um, what, what do you call those? The the wooden the wing is the wing chun yeah the um wooden Um, man yeah and jackie kind of shows some sweet skills doing that that. that's that's the closest we get to training montage and jackie doing a backwards roly-poly to a handstand yeah that was really cool but he's in his pajamas i don't think i could do it now but i used to be able to do that really that like Uh, that hurt my spine just watching him do um, no, I used to be able to walk on my hands like a few basketball oh, yeah? courts. Since, so oh, I nice. walk I'm, I'm not a very flexible man, so <laughs> I, can, <laughs> I can touch my toes still. That's about it. That's about it. And <sighs> when I saw him do this, I think this might have been the movie that gave me the idea to try to do the backwards trolley poly to handstand. I was already yeah. pretty good at walking on my hands, but I think it was might have been this movie that got me to doing it. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, um, it might have been. You would have seen this, you know, when you were younger, I imagine. Yeah. Yeah, um, 
But while he's doing that, he's showing some wicked camel toe <laughs> and his little tidies underwear. It's not cool, Jackie. Oh yeah, I don't, I don't know because it's like a, it looked like a wrestling singlet, but if it was pajamas, it's really yeah, weird it's a, looking. It's, it's like a, it was it it was a onesie, wasn't it? It was like little hot pants shorts. Yeah, but it's not like even a, a onesie because a onesie has legs. This is like what is <laughs> it? I don't even know. It's just underwears, but. A one piece. <laughs> so weird, yeah. I mean, it looks it was, comfortable, but it was a little too tight doing the handstands, though. There was some definite camel toe action going on. Yeah, uh, all right, that'll. <laughs> I guess that's that's saved for for posterity now. Yeah, um, good old Jackie. But mm-hmm. yeah, I just want that's the only real training montage he really did. He was doing some kind of exercises in the morning. Um. I guess the conflict just escalates, doesn't it? And we get more extreme fights. Yeah, so uh, they... Um, what happens first? Okay, no. Uh, the conflict wasn't even about the racing. What happened was uh, he's at the um, supermarket and two of the gang members, which we don't oh, know that's... they're part of the gang, go in and they're like, they're shoplifting candy that's for some reason. Like, yep. like... like 20 pounds of candy i don't know why like and it's, it's not like in bags it's like single candy bars in their huge yeah. jackets that's right but it is when is when tony the the leader of the gang sees them they do recognize them and yeah. put two and two together that's what it was um yeah and that's what yeah we see some jackie sweet jackie chan jacket action i love when jackie fights with his jacket Oh, yeah, this one was pretty cool. Yeah. It's always fun when he, he does that. Because, yeah, he uses it to, like, trap people and evade people. And, yeah, it's just... I don't know how he gets on that quick. I need to teach my... I need to make my kids watch Jackie Chan films so to learn put how to put their coats on. on. <laughs> well, they take ages, man. <laughs> put your coat on. Yeah, oh, get them, get them smaller coats. <laughs> get them windbreakers or something. I don't know. They just complain. Kids complain. Uh, but yeah, it, it, it's yeah, pretty cool. Um, where, else, where do we go from here? Kind of just keep fighting. It's like 40 minutes of fighting from now onwards now. <laughs> Backwards yeah, and forwards. I mean, there's no other super big plots, I guess. Um, well, what was Okay, the so, so we, the, the big scene is, um, cause this one was like horrible. Um, uh, what's her name? Nancy. So Nancy is the one that he stopped on the bike. She was going to race over that nice car. Um, and that's the, the sister of the, the, the neighbor kid. Um, yeah. He sees her, like, he's leaving the store to go home at night. I think he picked up groceries. And he sees her um, look like she's going to um, be, like, assaulted. She's on an overpass and she's you know calling for help and saying these guys are going to do something to her so jackie being the good guy that he is goes to you know pretends he's a well it's weird because he is a cop but he says he's a la or not la um, new york cop he's like i'm the police you know and um he has a i don't know it's not a cell phone there's no cell phones um just like a wallet he just pulled so it I mean, I think it was his wallet and he pretended it was his, you know his badge was inside or something um well it turns out that it's like a trick because they wanted to, to, to 
to beat him up because they realized that that was the guy that beat up their buddies at the supermarket. Yeah. Um, and then eventually they figure out that it's the same guy that um, stopped. Well, I think they knew it was the guy that stopped the race and then they recognized him at the supermarket. I don't remember. It's anyway, they, they, they find out who he is and this is like a trick to um, get him beat up. And so this this brings us to like, uh, it's, a, it's a pretty good, um, it's not even a fight scene. It's just him kind of running away. But he oh, beats up, he beats up a bunch of dudes, and there's some cool like he jumps over fences. It's like one of my favorite things when he runs up walls. Yeah, it's like Spider Man. Yeah. <laughs> and but yeah, um, then he gets he, just too many of them, and he gets cornered, and it's a pretty yeah. This was like scene. that. Yeah, this was like that one of the few like super brutal scenes. So the the Tony, the leader of the gang. Um, they they find all these um, empty like beer bottles, like the big glass ones, and I think they're like you know f- malt liquor, like big forty ounce bottles. And one of the dudes has a bat, so they toss the bottles up and hit them with the bat, which is really weird because I think the bat should have shattered them. But it it launched all the bottles um, at Jackie Chan, who's in like a dead end alleyway, and yeah. the bottles are breaking like on the brick and just exploding and showering him with glass and it's cutting him all up and he's just laying on the ground like trying to cover his head and just bleeding like horrifically this is like it was a hard scene to watch because it wasn't brief it was like a minute long oh, just dragged, being lobbed at, at broken bottles at him they're just laughing it wasn't it was like uncomfortable to watch this scene uh, to in Nancy's credit uh, this, the guy who Jackie embarrassed at the supermarket wanted to shoot him and she didn't she step in and try to talk him down? And Tony well, wasn't keen on that. Nobody wanted. Either. They were like, dude, put no. the gun away. Like, this isn't, yeah. you know, we're not trying to kill him. We're just trying to scare him. Yeah. Sort of. And beat him up. Um, yeah. So, yeah, they the gang gets, like, disgusted at the their one dude that, with a gun. Um, uh, and he... He kind of gets like everyone just, you know, thumbs their nose at him and like leaves. Like, dude, you're what a buzzkill! You know, you ruined the party, and they all just leave. And so Jackie Chan's just left there to like die or whatever. Like, they don't care. They just leave him there. Yeah. Um, and the next morning, or oh, that night, Nancy on the way he gets managed to get home, and Nancy um, cleans him up. So she. Is part of hurting him and then helps Claire. Help yeah, well, she she finds out that um, she hasn't seen, she doesn't know that he's the neighbor. And no. um, she's not really at home. So her her little brother Danny's telling her how cool um, Kyung is. And he's he's visiting from um, Hong Kong and he gave, you know, he gave him a, a gang gear and he's just been really cool and he does cool martial arts. Um, so the sister thinks that that's, you know, that's nice that someone's paying attention to her brother. And then um, Jackie Chan comes home. He, you know, he he's crawling up the stairs. He's just bleeding everywhere. And he's, he can't even like talk. He's just like, help me. And, um, you know, she freaks out, but then realizes that um, that's the, like the, the dude that's been helping her brother and that she just basically got like half murdered. So it's guilt or whatever, but she ends up, you know, befriending him. 
I guess it's a good wake up call. She's been dragged down this. Yeah, this I mean bed. her her actions have repercussions, and you know she mm. she she finds that out and realizes that you know her brother is taking care of him is what's important. Hmm. So yeah, we have a um, a pivotal moment for her character. Um, I guess it just it's soon after this that the bad these this gang finds some diet will gets this was kind of out of nowhere wasn't it it was it out of just, nowhere so there's like a crazy mafia guys i mean if to take that uh reviewers um terminology because i don't think it outright says they're ma- they're like it's like a you know they do they deal drugs and white or, i don't even crime. think it says drugs i think it's just the diamonds um so there's well, a the bad there's, guys. there's basically a, a crime lord um, Mr. Mm. White Tiger that uh, is he stole diamonds or something and he's and he's gonna sell them to or trade them to some other cartel and um, the dudes that are transporting the diamonds in like an armored car or whatever they they get in a, in a crash and one right of, in front of Jackie. Yeah, well, it's in, it's in front of Jackie, sort of, but more importantly, I guess for the story, it's in front of the two of the gang members um, from Tony's gang. It's the guys that uh, robbed the um, convenience store, and yeah. they just take advantage of the, this limo or this, you know, this um, sedan or whatever it is. It's like it's crunched up the dudes inside are pretty much dead and they realize that there's a you know a big bag of diamonds there so they just well these guys are dying i'll just take the diamonds and run um and at the same time the the other cartel or whatever the the white tiger guys um show up to go pick up their their loot um and then realize that someone has you know stolen it swiped it yeah, and it ends. Uh, I guess to shorten things, it ends up in um, the dude's getting chased. He knows oh, he's yeah. going to get killed. He ends up chucking it in. Is it Danny, the kid? Yeah, he um, by happenstance runs into. Uh, was it on the road? I don't think it was on the road. I think he he's running into that apartment. apartment hallway. Jackie knew something was going on and kind of. Got, was trying to um, hide um, them. Danny. Yeah, there's a big yep. gunfight. There's like people shooting in the streets and stuff. So they were just trying to get out of the way. Um, yeah. But uh, Danny's wheelchair falls over Cushion. and, you know, Jackie just, um, you know, takes him inside, doesn't care about the wheelchair because that's not important. But the cushion from the wheelchair falls over yeah, and the, the little criminal guy, like, cuts it open and stuffs the um, diamonds inside just to kind of hide it. He. he he leaves it there and runs off, and then the the um, the bad guys catch him, but he doesn't have any diamonds on them, and they can't prove that it was him, so they just kind of let him go. Yep. So then no one knows where the diamonds are at at that point. So yeah, this this escalates the situation because now we've got this professional um, criminal organization after the diamonds. Yeah, uh, and they like to pretend they... to be the FBI. <laughs> yes, that's right. They do, don't they? Um, and this, which was that's, I think this is why, like, part of this is, and a couple of other things is why I never thought that Jackie Chan was actually a cop because a lot of the stuff he does are like, 
not very smart things to do if you're a police officer. Like things you should know, like not to to do. I don't know. Check That's what I thought. Yeah, check the badge. Um, don't trust dudes that look like that and think that they're FBI because it's just some guys in suits. I mean, they might as well have been like, you know. Uh, men in black or something hunting aliens i don't know they, they didn't look like any government dudes i've ever seen yeah or even um, movie government guys they just look like thugs well i mean like gangsters yeah, yeah they're clearly gangsters they had their hair slicked back <laughs> yeah i'm trying to think how it ties it kind of it does kind of take a bit of a turn here and shifts but yeah at the same time jackie's kind of romancing nancy um, and neglecting his responsibilities at the store. So there's a little bit of story there, but I want to get into more of these fight scenes. Yeah. Um, he gets, at some point, he ends up having to decide he has to work with Tony and the gang because I think they have, do they have the, I don't know. They, they, they need to work together. <laughs> and so Jackie goes to their turf and there's a really good fight scene. This was probably um, the best scene in the movie. There's lots of evasive kung fu, uh, um, uh, some sweet moves. In the outtakes, Jackie actually gets hit by the pinball machine in the head. <laughs> but he, yeah, he got hurt a couple times doing this one. There was a lot of um, uh, jumping through like tight spaces. Like he jumped upwards through a shopping cart from like the bottom part that opens. It was really weird. Like I, I pinched my hands on that part before. So I wouldn't want to like try jumping through because I hurt myself <laughs> on accident just like pushing it. He got stuck in that and definitely in the outtakes. I remember seeing that. Yeah. Um, but it was just, it was just there's so many people and he's just moving around the environment. I just love that stuff and using the fridge. There's like, they had a whole bunch of like whiteware and appliances in this kind of factory warehouse space that they've taken over this gang and just using <laughs> those, yeah. shoving dudes inside fridges is just the coolest thing ever. <laughs> Yeah, uh, or just you know, he's using the pinball machines and um, the all, all the environment he's using as like shields. He's like opening doors and making people like run into stuff and bonk their own heads. And um, I think the best part was he gets like a it's it's a ski, but for some reason the ski was like really really long, and he was just like using it as a, a bow staff but like an eight foot one and just like beating people up and poking them with the, with the ski that's right yeah and there's like yeah, a sliding door that he used to evade and to like uh, i guess keep some enemies away while he was fighting others and then yeah the, yeah just well good use of space and it's just so entertaining to watch well okay so uh, the, i think my favorite part wasn't even any of the acrobatic stuff the best part is he goes in there um, and, you know, Nancy brings him there to talk to Tony. And then Tony realizes who it is. You know, he's the leader of the gang. And they they decide to have, like, a duel, like a one-on-one fight on top That's of a right. pool table. Oh, yeah. And it's <laughs> awesome because, like, uh, obviously the table, I think, was lowered. It's not, like, full height because um, they both just jump up there from standing. I mean, Jackie Chang probably can do it. I'm not surprised the other dude did, but he is a stunt coordinator. Anyway, they like both just jump up there, and it it feels like a prototype from the um, Eatman table fight, yeah, you know, where they're like oh, bouncing on a table. But this is just like you know, a pool table is not very big. It's not a lot of room, and so 
Jackie Chan ends up just like treating the dude like a Wing Chun dummy. That's why I think it reminded me of um, Eat Mine because he's just like punching him like a lot really fast. And the other guy's just yeah, that's right. Hit. Gets gets hit owned. Yeah, it was um, good. And I I can't remember if this scene was before this or after this, but he's being chased by someone and I don't remember who now. <laughs> I think it was maybe maybe before, but this is one of the most extreme stunts I've seen Jackie do. He jumped from a car, the top of a building, across uh, that the fire escape of an hour. Before this, yes, it was. That was and just like one of the times they were chasing him. Yeah, this has to be worth mentioning because this was a, at least a five-story building. He did it with no harnesses. Yeah, there nothing. was no there was no mats. Like if he missed, like he would probably die. Like there was no net or anything because you can watch when they're doing the outtakes that everyone's like flipping out and he's just like yeah i made it and didn't die because he he jumps between these two buildings but it's down into a like a fire escape like there's no way that's an easy landing it's a railing if you miss like you could hit the railing you could just not have made the jump and just fall um he went through a doorway so what if he missed and like hit the edge of the door frame i don't know there's a lot of of risky angles Oh, heck yeah. And what's even more impressive, he didn't do it off a flat, even surface. He did off, didn't he do it off a, off a car yeah, over he, he, he ran a, off the roof a of a car. And then like and a little edge of, the, edge of the, the, the barrier. Yeah. I don't know. I, I It was like... It's insane. Bonkers. Yeah. <laughs> and it's such a cool shot, though. Such a cool shot. Yeah, there's uh, no cuts or anything. There. He just just jumps, lands, yeah. and then you're like, and they, okay, he's... He yeah, they must have had a two cameras set up because they had a camera set up for the landing as well because it yeah. cuts to him landing and rolling into the door. Yeah, they uh, just had one in the building too, but you could see that like it was one... one it's cave. just that confidence he has in himself because that's the thing. Like, he I must look how dude, far I can, I can probably just jump this, guys. It'll be great. <laughs> well, yeah, maybe that's what they just did. How are we going to yeah. get him away? We're filmed up to here. How do we get away? I'll just try jumping it. <laughs> um, it actually reminds me, I did a, a, a short film um, back in high school. Um, it was actually really fun. It was, a, it was a chase scene. The guy we did it with actually did a lot of creative ideas. He's a very talented draw artist as well. And it was just a fun short film. And it turned out pretty good. But he got fed up. We were supposed to do a sweet fight scene and I was going to do, I offered to get thrown off the top of like a first story of a car park, but grab onto the ledge. And it was only one story. So if I did slip, maybe you would hurt myself a little bit, but he kind of was like worried that I'd get hurt. So he didn't. And so the movie was really cool, except for the fight scene. Cause he just didn't bother with any of the stunt work. So, oh well, but yeah, um, just remind me of that because it would have been so much cooler if I was hanging off a building. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the film was called Black Moses, and I was—I'm—I'm t- I'm not a big guy. I'm, uh, but the guy—I the the whole point was that the little white guy was chasing the really big black guy, <laughs> and he was the Black Moses. It was that or Chocolate Milk. I can't remember. We had two names for it. I can't remember which one we went with. Anyway. <laughs> it's Chocolate Milk or Black Moses, um, and the other guy was this big, tall black guy. Um, like he's like eight inches taller than me like so uh, aren't you like six feet tall anyway no i'm tiny really you look i yeah, don't know five seven right. really 
Yeah, I'm a small little dude. Huh. I'm Jackie Chan. Yeah. Guy. I, that's weird because that means I'm taller than you, and I'm not a very tall person at all. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I imagine you. You. T- yeah. No, I'm, I'm only five eight, so it's it's oh, you know, nickel. I imagine you being so It's mm-mm. it's funny how voices and internet does that, but that's a random side. Yeah. Anyway. The song. <laughs> but I, I can imagine it being almost like yeah, I can do that kind of situation and they're going, okay, we'll let you. <laughs> um, and it was very scary and it was good he didn't die because it would yeah. be a sad place if we didn't have Jackie Chan. Yeah, we already we already see a few movies later where his jumps didn't go so well. Um, well, and, was, well, even in this one, they don't. Yeah, and it was like, that's the hilarious thing. He does this, it would have been a good three, four meter gap. Um, oh, for the the buildings, yeah, yeah, easy. It was a, probably four meters. It was it was a that was a long, that was a long jump, and it was a good almost a story drop as well. Like so, it was a good decent. Oh drop. yeah, for for the drop that he did, and that's the only way you can make it that far is because he's jumping to something lower. Yeah, and so you got that arc. But then later in the film, when he jumps onto the hovercraft, it was like a little hop, and he go breaks his foot. <laughs> Like, yeah, he didn't. He didn't even. It was maybe like two. I don't even know if it was two meters down. It was probably less. Yeah, it was a very sm- simple jump, and yeah, he. But well, the, you know, the the hovercraft is not a flat surface. It was like an angle. And I think he and just it was moving slightly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, and I think they actually use a shot where he does break himself because you see him. He just kind of crumples in the film. So I think yeah, no, I think that's where that he broke his, his ankle. Or his, they kept that you know, same shot. Foot. But he well, did. Then he's the not going to jump again, you know. <laughs> wow, well, you got to use. But it. he did the rest of the film with a broken foot. Like they made him a mm. special um, cover uh, for his cast. Yeah. Well, he did. Uh, according to the like wiki, he does the next movie, um, Thunderbolt. Thunderbolt. Um. Yeah, he did his next film with the same director um, with the the broken foot. Like he wasn't healed before he's doing the next movie. Yeah. Well, he did. Um, yeah, he did. I, I don't think it, maybe it was the water skiing. He did a couple of he did he did several of the other stunts with the broken foot. He does the water pretty, skiing with the with the funky cast. Yeah, that is uh, was right. I don't know how I remember this stuff. Well, I remember <laughs> that one because the whole time he's doing the water skiing part in this movie, um, I was trying to spot the cast. It's so hard to yeah. see it. They did a really good job with that. Um, like it's a. Uh, a sock, to hide like it. a, a yeah. sock colored, or I mean, a shoe colored sock. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, it, was, uh, it was pretty cool. Uh, yeah, but yeah, it's a, yeah that stunt. Um, so I guess the round things up. The the gang agrees to kind of work with Jackie and not fight with him anymore because one of their buddies got blended, which was nasty. Uh, yeah, he got put in a mulcher. It was or a so tree bad. Uh, it was like. It was horrible. And then not only that, but they, so was it? He sent him back with the, the dude. Yeah. They, they sent the, there's two guys and they're the, the white tiger, excuse me, are questioning them where the diamonds are or, or where, um, whatever the dude is that they think has the diamonds, the, the one gang guy. Um, Oh, Angelo. Angelo is the guy that um, has the gun and, you know, he sold the diamonds. Um, so the two dudes are being questioned. They have no idea because they, they didn't even know Angelo took diamonds. Nobody knew about it. Um, yeah. So they're sitting there and then the gang guys are like, 
well, since you don't know, we'll just throw you in the wood chipper. And they bring out garbage. So they don't show this, but it's like, it's, it's a little bit more than implied that they put the guy in the chipper. Um, but they make the uh, other other gang member, like, carry his, you know, mulched up body back in two, like, you know, huge garbage bags. And um, that, that's, that's like, at the end of the um, the fight scene when he's, you know, fighting on the, the pool table and all that all that jazz. And so the, the dude brings it back to the hideout. And then, you know, he's like, oh, they, they shredded up whatever bill or whatever the other guy's name was and so one by one like the the gang members keep looking in the bag to see what it is and yeah. then they just throw up because it's just Dude's body parts you know it's just like so you know it's not even body parts it's gonna be just you know pulp but yeah it was really gross because they were actually puking i mean i don't i don't think it was real vomit but they were puking something up and it just yeah. it was not it was another one of those scenes where it was like it just didn't belong in the movie but you know, it was a bit whatever. too hyper violent for the film, yeah. Yeah, for the comedy that's in the movie, this this scene and the bottle scene were um, I wasn't expecting them because I just think I just blocked it out of my mind. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, it's pretty bad. Um, the other other cool scene I enjoyed was that, uh, this the mafia group associates now uh, Chan Jackie Chan with the supermarket, so oh. they. <laughs> yeah. So they connect chains to all the pillars in the supermarket and rip the bottom story out. They don't even rip the bottom story. Well, they pull that, but it pulls like half oh, pulls of the, the whole facade front. off yeah. of the building. Well, it's completely crushes. Yeah, half the building. And so the upstairs, which is like a living quarters type area, isn't it? Yeah, it's um, where Elaine is like living in her house. She lives upstairs. And she's on the toilet at the time. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> she gets this really weird scene where she's still on the toilet, and then she's just all this bad stuff's happening to her because of the crap Jackie's getting into, and she kind of loses her lolly, and she stands up and starts screaming. And Jackie's like, "Don't stand up! <laughs> you don't have your you don't have your pants on." Yeah, <laughs> it's so awkward and weird. And she's like, yeah, "I don't it, care. It doesn't matter." It's uh, pretty impressive. The I guess the destruction they managed to pull. Like it was a reasonably high. Must have had a reasonable amount of money to spend to pull something like that off. I mean, it had, uh, it had to, that had to have been a set. Oh, but still, there was a lot of work but, gone into yeah, that. Yeah, no, 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 no doubt. Um, and all the cars they were driving on. Mm. Oh, yeah. So when they're doing the bike race over those cars, um, it, the reason Jackie jumps down there because – yeah, they didn't want to scratch the car, but they were like crushing the um, the windshields on yeah. on all the cars. They were just being crushed, and the roofs were being like dented in. So it was just, it was seriously going to damage the um, whatever the that car. pimp car was. Yeah, but uh, yeah, some pretty, pretty serious d- damage. Um, so the, the the mafia's mean business is basically what we're getting at, and they managed to get they managed to take the boy, don't they? And Nancy, they take Nancy. Yeah, they get them and Tony, um, and they're holding them hostage. So uh, Jackie has to bring the diamonds to them in exchange for the hostages. And then they do, um, like, this part was a little weird because the cops, I don't think, should have let him do half that stuff, like, legally. (laughs) I don't think that they can. Um, But 
Yeah, so he's going to exchange that, and I guess it just kind of goes right to the hovercraft scene, really. Well, yeah, there's a chase scene. Yeah, the there's guy a chase runs scene. Away. He, um, the, the cops come after him, and the, the, the two dudes run, um, and, and White Tiger, or no, White Tiger's not there. He's at the golf course. Yeah. Um, the hovercraft's pretty sweet. I think how Jackie Chan takes it out. It was really cool. Uh, for one, did he actually get run over by the hovercraft? I don't know. And is that is that possible? Is that I, I don't know do? how the bot. I don't know how it works. Like what the poundage is, but because it looked like it looked he like got it actually did. hit by the hovercraft. Jackie did. Like it, he got bumped by that, and it sent him flying. Well, a lot of things got bumped by that. Like cars were getting bumped by that and getting like launched. So I don't um, know, but then uh, I love how Jackie takes over. it out, though. Yeah, yeah, I love how Jackie takes it out by getting the. Um, so get he, it was it the, a Lamborghini? The, yeah, it's a Lamborghini. The the kind with the um, uh, what are they called? The wing, the wing, the wing doors. doors. Yeah, they just slide yeah. upwards. So, um, the the hovercraft is just going down the city and just crushing cop cars, and it's just because it's huge. It's like the size of a bus. Or it's bigger than a bus. It's a giant hovercraft. Um, and there's this dude with his girlfriend just tearing down in a Lamborghini that's like super low. It's that's that car is doesn't have a high profile at all. And it no. um it basically runs it gets run over by the hovercraft, but whatever's underneath it like takes all the paint off of the top of the Lamborghini. And it's just like Ugly, pissed. Well, yeah, it's like shredded <laughs> the top of his car because it's not just the paint; it scratched the crap out of it. But yeah. um, so that guy gets out. I mean, the, the hovercraft like is just driving around wildly. But um, the the dude in the Lamborghini gets out and he's like yelling at the cops that are also their cars are messed up too. But he's yelling at it, and the car is just on and open. <laughs> so it's a Jackie, like um. He sees the car, and then he sees randomly um, across the street <laughs> is this, like, sword emporium where they have a bunch of, like, antique swords. But there's one huge, like, I don't even know what it is. It's like serrated. some serrated horse slayer thing. It's, like, a two-meter-long sword, and it just has a big, like, just like a big saw. And um, he gets in the car, the... I think he backs up and like the doors get ripped off or something. I don't remember, but I think the doors got. He drives under too. a a big semi truck. Oh yeah, he backs up or something. He just he just shears the doors off because they're still open, and he sticks the sword like across his lap and just or no, it's it's out the side of the door and then he sticks his foot on it to brace it. So it's basically like a big blade sticking out the side of the Lamborghini. <laughs> Yeah, someone walked out, man. It looks, <laughs> it looks like something from Mad Max. It's so dangerous. Heck yeah. And then just, just goes hoofing towards the, the Oh, yeah, he plays chicken with the, the, side. Uh, the hovercraft and then just, like, swerves to the side and cuts it right down the side to um, to disable the, uh, the the ring that puffs it up, whatever you want to call it, the hover, the hover bit. Yeah. <laughs> and... Yeah, it was a cool. It was a cool scene. I think there was some. Yeah, it was just good. Um, 
but then this is what I understand. But then somehow he then this movie turns into Commando, and he's allowed to go like storm the beaches with the hovercraft. Like, it's... yeah, that's what I didn't understand. Was they let him lead a chase after like the White Tiger? Like, there's that this should not have happened. There's no way that they would have been like supporting him to go basically high hijack the hovercraft again. It was a cool ending. It was a cool. Oh yeah, no, it was funny, ending. but. It didn't make any sense. Like, yeah. the police wouldn't have let... They, they told him. He's like, oh, it's at the golf course. Go get him with the hovercraft or whatever. <laughs> it didn't yeah. make any sense. Yeah. But because he he kind of crippled the hovercraft, they had to fix it. So, of course, they got out the duct tape. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> duct tape the thing together within a few seconds. Yeah, when it was like a big tear on the... Yeah, that wouldn't have worked out. Whatever. It's a movie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That was kind of funny. Um, but yeah, he goes and takes out the bad guy. So Jackie Chan is the hero. Yeah. Uh, there's well, another so they, cool he, shot. He, he runs over a white tiger with the hovercraft. And it, oh, like, yeah, he gets ripped up. Strip, it strips his clothes and like it leaves him like like butt naked, bleeding like on the, on the golf course. <laughs> it's like, what? <laughs> well, it, it is, yeah. So how did Jackie not get hurt? If oh, he was in the sand. Fits, the sand protected that, him. Yeah, that's what I figured. The sand is softer, so he got pushed down into it. But if it if it scratched up the paint to clean off the Lamborghini... Yeah, it would have, like, that, killed him. would have filleted him. Although, I, I guess if he's... He's, he's lower than the, the, the Lamborghini would have been, so maybe... I don't know. It's all rubbish. I wouldn't want to try yeah. lying underneath yeah, the hovercraft. Yeah, kids, don't, don't let a hovercraft <laughs> run you over. I don't think it'll end well. No. Please. No. Um, there's another cool scene. I can't remember what it was. It was in a car park, um, and the bike, some motorbikes were chasing Jackie. It may be leading up to the big jump he did, and he was climbing over like um, a wire fence, and they kind of drove at the fence and wheelied and smashed up against the fence. Oh, yeah, like okay. it, it blasted and, him off. And yeah, that was an impressive, like, because that's that actually happened. There's no faking that. He actually got knocked off by moving motorbikes onto an actual car. <laughs> yeah, it didn't look like he landed nicely either. That that did not felt. That would have hurt. Good. There was no pads. It wasn't a sponge yeah. or foam. Yeah, so car. he's like, <laughs> he he walled runs up a chain link fence and then he that's flips it, yeah. over and he's climbing down the other side. But these bikes come up and bash into it and like. It just flicks him off. It hits so hard. Yeah, that was a that was a rough scene. I don't know. Um, and then I think yeah. that's another one of the times that someone got hurt was when he was supposed to lower ooh, ooh. Um, that little yeah, boom, and then the biker dude just ran into it on purpose. I mean, it's it, that's the stunt, but I think it hurt him. Yeah, it was it was higher than it. They, uh, he was. I think it got him in the face early. and not the chest yeah. or something. Yeah, so he he got taken to hospital. So that's, that's the three times I know of was Jackie with his broken foot, the lady in the motorbike and the dude in the, the barrier. In the, yeah. in the, um, garage. Um, but yeah. Stupid action he, movie. He also got clipped when, um, when Jackie does the stunt where he runs over the car and then dives into the car, but his legs are sticking up. Like, cause he dives into the sunroof. And then his yeah, his that was in the outtakes. Up. Yeah, and then I think the bike clipped his leg or his or his you know his jumblies or something because he didn't look like he was happy rolling out of the car. 
Yeah, but everyone was cheering as well. So I wasn't quite, I thought, because I, I, that was the first thought I had. I'm like, dude, your, your nuts are right in the firing line for that bike. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, it's the wheel too. I don't know. Uh, it was like, yeah, no thanks. Um, but then everyone cheered because it worked. So maybe yeah, he didn't I get still think he was like worked. limping when he like got out of the car. Yeah, yeah, maybe you're right. Well, um, he also had to yeah. like roll and he's in the back seat of some like little tiny Civic and he just rolls through and comes out the side of the door. Um, so they probably just didn't feel good to do any of that really. No. It was a very dangerous film to make and it showed and they got some good footage. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, I think that's I think that that's about it. Um, we got anything else? No, I think that we kind of covered all the big fun scenes. Uh, there were it was a good mix between the evasive stuff that we like, uh, this, the, the environmental fighting, stunt work, and straight up fighting. There was some good actual fighting as well, as you mentioned, some Wing Chun style boxing, um, and weapon usage, as you mentioned, with the the ski pole thingy. Yeah. Oh, I guess um, well, well, there's on the on the wiki page. There's a little bit. Um, I'll just read this because it, it was interesting. So um, it says in uh, in his autobiography, um, Jackie Chan talked about the difficulty of filming a movie in Vancouver that's supposed to be set in New York. The um, production team had to put up fake graffiti during the day and then take it all down during the evening uh, <laughs> while also trying to make sure that no mountains made it into the background shots. Um, and then eventually um, Jackie decided uh, it was better just to focus on all of the action and not like the backgrounds. So when you're, when you're watching it, you can kind of see, I guess the mountains pop up when they're doing the, uh, the scenes in like the Harbor, I think. It'd be, get um, kind of hard in that situation. Yeah. And to be honest, I didn't really think too much of it. I don't really think this isn't New York ever. So they actually did a pretty good job considering. Yeah. And then um, when you're watching it uh, through... So Jackie dubbed his own voice into this film. But he's speaking in Cantonese like the whole time. But in, in the movie... They clearly stop and say in the beginning, oh, you're in New York. Let's practice English. But he's still speaking in Cantonese. Um, But it just switches to Jackie Chan's English voice. Um, He just dubbed himself. Like later, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he's done a lot of his films. He's redubbed. Yeah. And that's probably the, um, I mean, like the DVD I have is a somewhat newer version um, yeah, I prefer when he does the dubbing. Oh yeah, I mean because it it just sounds like Jackie Chan. I mean, there's yeah. no it's, we know what he sounds like. So yeah. Oh yeah, it looks I, I like um, when, when New Line New Line Cinema um, did the international distribution for this, they they rescored it apparently the music and then did um, uh, the English dub with with, with Jackie. Cool. Yeah, I think no. that's um, that's that's the movie. That's Rumble in the Bronx. Good film. I enjoyed it. Absolutely ridiculous, but that's why it's good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I guess that wraps us up. Um, what, what do we do for our farewells? 
Uh, where, where, where can we, uh, where can we find you on the internet, Vader? Uh, VaderVanOden.com. Um, just, uh, I wouldn't mind doing a shout out to the Dark Insight podcast. The most recent episode was, uh, just me and my son. So it's a bit of a different, so yeah, you're interested in video games and you want to hear a, uh, seven and a half year olds talk some sugar about what games he likes. It was a, it's a fun, it was a fun to record it with him and I hope it was fun to listen to. So it's a bit different than the usual dark insight. Yeah. Yeah. Give it a listen. It was a, it was a pretty fun little episode. Yeah. What about you? Um, you can find me at uh sentinot underscore plus on Twitter. Um, if you search, uh, iTunes, my other podcast, Monster Dear Monster, uh, can be found there. Uh, you can also find this one. Um, if you're listening to this, I don't know how you found it somehow. Um, but Crouching Tiger Hidden Podcast. Uh, we're always looking for um, comments. Reviews would be super great. Um, we, we could use some uh, iTunes reviews. Uh, but we'd also just like to hear from people. I mean, we don't don't really get any comments. So if you guys are, you know... Uh, you even have thoughts on previous episodes. Uh, send them in, and we'll we'll talk about it. <laughs> yeah. Let us know what kung fu film you like, and we will chat about it. Yeah, or we'll watch stuff. I mean, hey, give us suggestions, and I'll you know we'll see about maybe doing an extra episode or something somewhere along the way. Um, if you want to talk about kung fu movies, uh, hit us up. Uh, I'm sure we'll we can we can fit a guest or two in. Um, I think our schedules are. Free enough for that. Um, yep. But yeah, I think that, that wraps us up. Uh, it was great uh, talking to you again, as always. And to our listeners, um, bye-bye. And we'll, we'll talk at you next time. Yes, we will. <laughs> <laughs> Bye. Bye.